Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is Auto Line Daily for the last day of November in 2010, and now the news. Even though Porsche files were mortified when the company came out with an SUV, the Cayenne proved to be enormously successful. They made boatloads of money with it. So now Porsche is coming out with a baby Cayenne that will be called the Cajun, Bloomberg reports. And one of our sharp-eyed readers shot these pictures of the Cajun while it was undergoing testing in Colorado. Our thanks to Boris Gunjevic. He says it resembles an Audi Q5, and you can see that it's smaller than the Hummer H3 it's parked next to. Now that VW owns Porsche, it wants to nearly double sales to 150,000 vehicles a year, and the Cajun will play an important role in hitting those sales targets. Here's an unexpected twist. Naval researchers have found that by tweaking a radar gun, the same kind of radar gun the police use to nab speeders, they can detect suicide bombers. Autoblog reports that the radar gun can pick up the patterns of wire loops used to wire a suicide vest. They say it detected volunteers in replica suicide belts 85% of the time at a distance of 33 feet, that's about 10 meters. However, it also gives off a high number of false alarms, like with jewelry and underwire bras, so they're hoping to fine-tune it to overcome those problems. Most automakers are embracing direct fuel injection for engines as a way to boost fuel economy, but Chrysler prefers a different route. According to Wards, the company says it will invest in advanced transmissions to boost fuel economy because they are not as expensive as direct injection. The company recently announced an $840 million investment at its transmission facility in Kokomo, Indiana, to build an eight-speed transmission developed with German supplier ZF. But even though Chrysler likes lots of gears, it does plan to use fuel injection as well. Toyota's in the news again for defective parts, which it says it will fix, but just don't call it a recall. According to the AFP, the company is offering to replace an engine coolant pump on 650,000 Prius models worldwide, which can lead to overheating if it's not working properly. Toyota has not received any complaints about the problem, but says it will voluntarily replace the part. The problem arises in Prius models from 2004 through 2007. And speaking of defective parts, Bloomberg reports that Land Rover is recalling nearly 3,000 LR2s in the U.S. because the driver's airbag may not go off in a crash. The recall is for model years 2010 and 2011. Rolls-Royce is getting awfully ambitious in China. According to Bloomberg, the super-luxury nameplate plans to sell some 800 cars there this year. That's an eight-fold increase compared to 2009. Through the first 10 months of the year, the brand moved about 500 cars in China, so its target of 800 doesn't sound at all unreasonable. What is amazing, though, is the price they're asking for a Phantom. 6.6 million yuan. That's nearly a million dollars. Of course, the smaller Ghost is much more affordable at a paltry 4.1 million yuan. That's only $620,000. China's getting more affluent by the minute. The country has about 875,000 millionaires, 6% more than last year, a statistic that cannot hurt Rolls-Royce sales. Well, we're moving on now. 
Hey, speaking of moving on up, Renault wants to do that in China. Wards reports the French automaker is trying to pull a George Jefferson by moving on up and wants to position itself as a high-end import brand in China. It plans to open its own dealer network in the country next year, and it wants to position itself as a high-end import brand. But the flip side to this premium push is a report from Autocar. It says Volvo's new CEO, Stefan Jacobi, wants the Swedish car builder to shed its premium image. He wants it to emphasize its unique Swedishness to stand apart from the herd and not come off as pricey. You know, it's funny. Ford spent years trying to make Volvo a top-tier brand, and now they want to move it in the opposite direction. Hey, speaking of Volvo, coming up next, we will take an up-close look at the Volvo S60. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Volvo is very excited about its new S60. Not only is it a very good car, it puts the Swedish brand right smack in the middle of the volume segment of the premium market, even if the company says it wants to shed its premium image. Seamus McElroy filed this report. Now that Volvo is out of the woods with its ownership situation, it's right back in it on purpose, showcasing its all new S60. We're test driving it across Oregon, so let's check it out. It's all new, top to bottom, front to back. Let's start with what's under the hood where you'll find a turbocharged 3.0 liter six cylinder gas engine that's mated to a six speed automatic transmission. It cranks out 300 horsepower to go along with 325 foot pound of torque. All wheel drive is also standard. One of Volvo's goals when developing the new S60 was to create a premium sporty sedan that could compete with BMW, Lexus, and Mercedes. And one look around the interior and you can see that they've come close to that goal. You immediately feel comfortable behind the wheel of the S60 thanks to the cockpit being oriented toward the driver, bolstered sports seats, and a padded leather-wrapped steering wheel. And rear passengers also benefit from more legroom. Of course, this wouldn't be a Volvo without new safety technology. Making its debut on the S60 is pedestrian detection, which uses radar and cameras to warn the driver about pedestrians and can even bring the car to a stop to avoid a collision if necessary. We'll take a closer look at this technology in a future Autoline Daily. This is an important car for Volvo. Since it was introduced in 2000, the S60 has gone on to sell over 600,000 models around the globe, making it Volvo's most popular car. And the company has set a target of selling 90,000 units a year worldwide for the new S60. We've traveled over 200 miles today in the new S60, and it's been everything Volvo said it would be. About the only thing it can't do is fly, so I'm going to go find something that can. From Grass Valley, Oregon, I'm Seamus McElroy for Autoline Daily. The 2011 S60 is now on the market with a starting price of $38,550. Don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours this Thursday. Sandy Monroe will join us to talk about a breakthrough in making aluminum that could usher in a new era of lighter cars. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern for AutoLine After Hours. 
And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.